All right, welcome to Hillbilly Has-Beens. I'm your host, Darren Smith, and there's your other host, Dave Dunkley. Hello, everybody. Hello, Darren Smith. What's going on, my brother? Not much, man. Just hanging in there, you know. I went and got some... some they, they showed me full of iron today. Nice. Uh, yeah. You feeling, good? Kinda, you feeling good? I'm you feeling feel like a billion bucks? I feel like I could shred some metal now, you know, <laughs> like Steve I or something. You, know? you could do some dime bag stuff. There you go. <laughs> Dimebag, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he? What was the band he was in? Uh, Megadeth. Was it Megadeth or Pantera? Pantera. I think it was Pantera. I get those two mixed up. Me too, man. Megadeth. I could be wrong, so don't nobody beat us up. Because you know they both have, (laughs) you know, like uh, medieval, you know, animals (laughs) logos and (laughs) logos and animals on their album covers. And symbols and yeah. Yeah, you right. know I thought the best line from a, a movie was uh, what's that? And, and that we we all can relate to. Well, uh, us and you know we could relate to uh, was that? when when they got knocked down to hell and they're sitting there and they see uh, the devil, you know, right. for the first time, <laughs> yeah. and and he's like, dude, our album covers totally lied to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, I thought that was great, man. But anyway, well, today, man, I am totally stoked. Speaking stoked. of that, yeah, I'm stoked. And this is most, most non-anus. I didn't say anus. <laughs> I did not say anus. I said was that anus. anus. No, okay. anus. But, man, if I'm, you know, let's just get right into it. You All want right, to? Let's go. Let's yeah, go. We got to do it. Interview with, uh, well, man, Toby Keith's guitarist for since 1998. You know, I mean, how cool is that that we could do that? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, let's do it right now. Here's our interview with Rich Eckert of Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll. All right, well, if you have listened to a Toby Keith record or been to a Toby Keith show since 98, then you've seen this guy with him on his right-hand side, main man, guitarist extraordinaire, Rich Eckhart is with us today. Yay! We'll, we'll, we'll dub the applause in later. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Rich? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, you know, just been staying home and um, getting stuff done around the house. Yeah, it's all I can do this How? year. Got a lot to, <laughs> a lot taken care of. Huh? Yeah, sure did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking for stuff now. Right. Well, we might. Yeah, <laughs> and to that, we might as well jump into it. Uh, how has COVID affected, you know, your tour dates and your session dates and? Uh... Well, it's funny. Everything got canceled on us. I think. Uh, I think Toby was willing to go out and do whatever um, we could do, mm-hmm. um, but everything got canceled. And it was funny because, like in June, the July dates got canceled. In July, the August dates got canceled. Right. In August, this you know, yeah. so it just kind of went like it's that. So we were all just on edge, hoping that maybe we can get out and do a couple. Right. We right. actually had three three shows last year that I think were in September or October that were in like Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. They kind of had it under control. Right. There because people are so spread out, but at the last minute, I think they were a little hesitant to get twenty thousand people together in one place. They just started a, playing it safe. A super spreader is what they started calling. It. So they didn't want to have a super spreader. Um, uh, so that we ended up we ended up pushing that one. But we, we have those dates back on the books for this year. Oh, that's good. So we'll get out excellent. To them. Yeah, it's funny yeah. how how since this pandemic, how we come up with these names: super spreader. Uh, yeah, you know, there's been a bunch, you know, different, uh, yeah. herd immunity. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was a new one too. Yeah. And that, that one's been around for a while, but that's one I'd never heard before. Right. And then now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you heard of And everybody's an expert. Oh, yeah. Everybody right. knows all of everybody, but me, yeah. I'm just right. here to learn. Well, I'm just sitting here listening to everybody. I got, yeah, I right. got my first vaccination like a couple weeks ago. So uh, I, I did, did as well. You? Yeah, we probably got them about did the same get, time. Did yeah. you get the Moderna? Did you get the Moderna? I got the Pfizer. Oh, Ooh. 
The oh. Pfizer. I always call it the Pfister. That's, a, that's, like a sink, that's like a sink thing, right? The Pfister, the Pfizer. Yeah, I got that one. And, uh, you know, I think I, I understand they're all equally effective. Yeah. So it doesn't, I think, it doesn't really matter. I think matter they don't much. know anything about any of them. So just take them and whatever happens. And the information keeps, the information keeps changing. Yeah. Did, too, was so. your arm sore? A little bit, yeah. My arm was sore, and I actually felt uh, the slightest bit achy mm-hmm. the next day, and a little bit of a headache. Which you know, yeah. I wouldn't have thought anything of either of those things if it wasn't for the fact that I had just gotten the shot. Right, I would right. have just thought it just just had a rough day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, a little bit on the wrong side of the bed. Well, yeah. cool. Right, right. Well, let's let's get into uh, where are you originally from. I was born in New York in Yonkers, but I grew up in uh, a small town outside of Washington, D.C. in Maryland, really? Riverdale. All right. so, that, so that's where I'm from, yeah. And I, I took the big the big jump uh, to Nashville in 89. Um, Me too, same year. You know, I, I, same year. I knocked, oh, same year. So yeah, yeah we go, and we go away. Cause, and we probably met in 90 <laughs> or eight, maybe even 89, yeah. so, so right after we both got here. But um, yeah, I just, um, I knocked around the D.C. area for about 10 years um trying to put bands together trying to write songs trying to do what you know and i finally realized you know i i need to immerse myself in a music community if i'm going to do this professionally i thought about la i thought about new york and i thought about nashville and i thought you know nashville seemed a little friendlier yeah yeah and (laughs) and uh it also seemed um uh I, i thought well you know i'm kind of a rock guy and right. and I'll be kind of a I'll find a unique niche in a country town. Right. So that was kind of my my plan as a you know young twenty something year old <laughs> coming here and and uh, I didn't mean I didn't know and I got down here and I found out I've got so much to learn uh, about the yes. business about playing guitar about I mean everything I mean I'd see guys like you Darren on stage and I go. <laughs> I need to go home and practice. And <laughs> learn some country licks. I, I learned some country licks <laughs> because no, I ain't there. No, you know what? You know what me and Rich really have in common is that, you know, everybody told me when I was moving to Nashville, you got to learn how to chicken pick in the country and everything's country. And when I got here, the, the gigs I had were mostly playing top 40, uh, whatever was on the charts and, you know, rock and roll and classic rock and all that. There wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was what I was playing back home, you know? Yeah, right. it, was, it was kind of the same same with me. And But I was still sitting at home and shedding Vince Gill records oh, yeah. you know, when I when I had some time off. Because I was like, well, I've got to, you know, I've got to know how to do this stuff. And, and uh, maybe give me another 32 years. Maybe I'll figure out something, <laughs> how to play some of his stuff. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> right. He's tough. He's tough, right. man. Yeah. And I was just listening to uh, a couple things before we got on here, and your friend Ted Nugent was talking about you, and he said, ah. even in the confounds of country music, you were still able to get in some piss and vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Ted, Ted uh, I'm very flattered that Ted really seems to like me. Yeah, he like, really does, he, man. And he, he likes my he playing. He was glowing about you, and, man. And, and that's very flattering because... I mean, it's. I even told Ted one time. It's like I, I'm surprised I don't wear a raccoon tail on stage. I was such a big Ted Nugent fan growing up, you know. Yeah. So he was he was the guy, man, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. excellent. You know, it's funny. I used to play a club uh, before. This is before Tim and before Toby um, in Nashville called uh, Spiffy's, and. Rich used to come in there a lot and sit in and play. I think he even slept for me a couple times. I, I did. I just lived down the street from there, so it kind of was the local hang. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you you guys were in there like three weeks out of the month or yeah. something. And then uh, a band that I was in called the James Brothers, we'd we'd play the off week for right. you know, when we come in and do that. And but yeah, I was come out and sit in. Yeah. Where was Spiffy's at? That w- where was that at? It was right next door to Hooters. Woohoo! On twenty on twenty four, yeah, off of Briley, off of Briley, off yeah. in uh, Southeast Nashville. Yeah, I used to live over that way. First time I came down, yeah, yeah, I think got beat up a little. I think bit. it's a Mexican restaurant now. I think so, yeah. man. I think it Probably. is. It, it looked like it was a Mexican restaurant before it was Spiffy's. It always kind of had that vibe, like you're coming into a Mexican restaurant. It had those those uh, Gothic arch entranceways and yeah. stuff right. like that in there. I yeah. saw too. I was yeah. envious because. You you got a gig with uh, Eddie Raven. Eddie Raven early on. Yeah, yeah. you know it's funny I, when yeah. I was working at out at Rivergate Inn downtowner, 
uh, the keyboard player played sax. His name was Mike, but I don't remember his last name. Mike Mike Foster. Yeah, Mike Foster. Mike Foster was yeah. playing keyboards, and yeah, I remember we were sitting down at a little restaurant about four in the morning, and uh, he said, "I said, what what gig would you love to have, you know, in Nashville if you could get one?" And he said, "Eddie Raven." Wasn't long after that he's got the Eddie Raven gig, you know. Yeah, he was there when I got there. He was a fixture in that band uh, with the original band with Frank Myers and, and Jack Cotton and all those guys. And they were a great oh, band. Yeah. And yeah, and Mike was part of that. And, and Mike was the only holdover. The, the whole band kind of um, jumped ship on Eddie over, you know, some sort yeah. of uh, dispute that they had with him. And um, so that's how I ended up getting the gig. And, and uh, along with Dave Fontana, I know, oh, you know yeah. Dave. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave was on drums. Yeah. And we went through a couple of different bass players, but Mike was always over there on on keys and sax. Yeah, he's a great he's yeah, a great guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I saw him. Uh, I was doing. Uh, I did a, a few episodes of uh, National. Oh yeah. And it and it was kind of funny because I look out and there was you know I mean I was in one of the bands I was playing with um, uh, Luke Wheeler. Uh-huh. I was his guitar player and band leader. Name, yeah. And and then and then we would do like a you know a, a fake concert scene and i look out in the audience and there's mike foster in the audience as part of the fake audience for the, for the show for the fake thought, band yeah yeah but, I thought, but that's funny he's a fake audience for our fake band that's awesome yeah mike used to yeah. oh i remember about mike he had a uh, like an old 40s or something car um i don't know if he still had it then but he it was like his he baby. did have he, yeah, he had some sort of thing that, you know, you, you could house a family. Yeah. In. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. I remember that. It was like this big thing. I don't remember what kind of car it was. I don't was. either. It was huge. So, speaking yeah. of Nashville, you were on like four seasons of that, weren't you? I did, yeah, I did four seasons of Nashville. And actually, they were um, they were silly enough to actually give me dialogue in one of the, <laughs> one of the scenes. Yeah. How'd that yeah. go? Um, it was um, it was interesting. It was, it was fun. They it was it was. I tell you the crazy thing about it is that you know I had been on for three seasons already before the episode where I had talk. had dialogue. Yeah, so we had already kind of established we were a you know like the monkeys. We were a mock <laughs> band. You know, we were actually we were a band playing actors playing a band. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we weren't actors. But but they wanted all the parts to be perfect on the show. They wanted every, you know, if they did a close-up on your hand, they didn't want you wailing around up here right. if you're just supposed to be strumming down here. So right. they had real players, you know, play the real parts. And, and so it was kind of like we were musicians playing actors playing musicians. So it's kind of weird. That's cool. But on the, on the uh, episode that I had uh, dialogue, uh, for the whole week, I had my own dressing room. Wow! And I, nice. And I had a and I had a stand in. Oh! And it was just a, the weirdest thing <laughs> That's because like weird. yeah, when they were setting up for the next shot, they uh, the, my stand in came over, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, "You can go sit down." I was like, "No, no, no, I'm I'm fine." No, no you don't understand. I'm your stand in, <laughs> and you you know you can just go you know go go hang out. So. While the rest of the band that I'd been working with for three seasons, they had to stay in place <laughs> to get the camera and lighting shots, and I'm and I'm down there kicking back with a co- Coca-Cola, yeah, yeah. you know, just having a big time. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, all the boring parts. You know that mm. you know they gave you crap too. Didn't you? Oh, they put a sign on my door. <laughs> my I had my own dressing room, so they put a sign on the door that said Rick Eggert. <laughs> <laughs> Band leader to the stars. That was my, that was my dressing room. That's great. <laughs> you know, Rich, when I got in the band, I started in the crew and was Billy's drum tech for almost a year. And wow. they just kind of edged me in a, a, in the percussion gig. But the same thing happened in the week that I finally stopped because I was doing both. I would load the truck and put, you know, I'd put my shirt on, play a couple songs, take it back off and go back and load the truck. Well, on right. the week that I... The first night that I don't load the truck anymore, I leave the dressing room with Darren and we're walking by and they, they all turned their back on me. All the crew guys <laughs> turned their back on me and wouldn't talk to me, you know, and they talked to Darren and they just completely like I wasn't even there. So oh, I was funny. like, b- before I walked away, I was like, don't you guys got a truck to load or something? You know, and, then, and then we went off to the bus. For the- <laughs> uh, I remember when I, when I got hired to uh, John Barry, I had just come off a year with Becky Hobbs. And with Becky, I was not only guitar player, but band leader and tour manager. Oh, and man. it was like the, maybe the second or third weekend out with John, the, the bus door broke. 
Yeah, you wouldn't wouldn't close, and and uh, so I, I was just sitting there going, "This is so great. This is not my problem. <laughs> Some somebody else can deal with the bus door. I'm just here to play guitar." Yeah, right. Yeah, that, right. That, oh, I couldn't imagine road managing and trying to hold the band. Yeah, down. that's you uh, know when I did that that's for all the years with Tim, uh, when it finally ended, and then I went back out on the road with David Frizzell. It was like. A weight had been lifted off my shoulder because the drummer was the band leader. Yeah. It was like, I'm just a guitar yeah. player. Yeah. You know, right. and you can do it as long as you have to do it. Yeah. But then as soon as you don't have to do it, you feel it right away. You're, right. you're like, wow, the this pressure is the relief. This is yeah. great. Yeah. So, so yeah. you got the Toby gig in 98. How did that come about? Well, it actually started back, which should have been a cowboy, when he released that. Um, I was. Uh, dating a girl that worked at Mercury Records, mm-hmm. and that was Toby's label, uh, who later became my wife. And uh, we went to Toby's number one party for Should Have Been a Cowboy. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was so great because, you know, uh, you know, Billboard magazine and, you know, Country Weekly and everything, they're all taking pictures of Toby with his number one plaque with the whole band around him. And I'd never seen that before. Right. It right. was always, you know, the artist is the artist, the band is the band. It's right. two separate entities. Yeah. But he included his band in all the pictures. So I, I remember talking to Toby and telling him how cool I thought that was that you know he but he grew up in the clubs oh, yeah. playing with the band he, he'll still tell you the Easy Money band is the only band he's ever been in you know some of the players have changed but it's still right, the only right. band so he still looks at this as a band that's and, awesome uh, so they were included in all the pictures and everything and I talked to some of the other players and stuff like that and then you know fast forward you know a couple of summers and you know I'm out with you know. John Barry uh, and we're doing some festival days and stuff like that and you know we'd be on in the afternoon and Toby would be he was always the second to last guy right. and it would be like Billy Ray Cyrus would be headlining yeah. or T- Tim more than likely I think Tim was already was already headlining at that point and uh, so we'd be on second to last and uh, so I would you know you got all day hanging out and you're just mingle with the guys and visit and say hey and so you know you get to know the steel player a little bit the bass player the guitar right. player the keyboard player with the band you talk to Toby a little bit if you can and then um, his guitar player uh, left right in the middle of the summer tour oh, wow. in in '98 it was like July and he just gave notice said I'm not doing this anymore so uh, Toby's steel player called me. And said, would you be interested in, in the Toby gig? Our, our guitar player is going to be leaving in a couple of weeks. And I said, yeah, I was I was out of work at that time. Right. And uh, so I was time. like, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, I was out of work for about six months. And uh, um, so then, you know, next thing I know, I'm getting a call from Toby's road manager. And they just hired me off of the recommendation and the fact that they kind of knew me. Yeah. They knew right. I was a player and all that. I was the first guy from Nashville in the band. They were they were all Okies. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. He brought them all mm-hmm. there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. We we and, uh, used to follow uh, either being there like those clubs you're talking about, uh, like in San Angelo and different place, Texas. We used to be uh, yeah. either Toby was following us or we were coming in after Toby in those clubs. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yeah. There was a lot of well, that. I, yeah, yeah. We all kind of came up at the same time. Yeah, I got I got one quick story about Toby. Uh, we were in West, I think it was West Virginia, playing down by the river. This gig was down by the river. The stage was like by the river. I think Dave was even there. Point, Pl- Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah. So we only had one bus, uh, and mm-hmm. the crew would travel around in a truck. And so Tim had just recorded um, "Not a Moment Too Soon" an album, and. Uh, which had like six number ones off of it or something like that. Well, Toby, Toby came on our bus and me and Tim were sitting in the back, just chilling. It was hotter than hell outside. And so Tim says, Toby, let me play you my new record. So, I mean, Toby sat there and listened to that whole damn record. And, uh, which is amazing to itself. You know, they usually don't. Uh, and so when he got done, Tim goes, what do you think? He said, well, Hoss, um, it, it's real good, but it ain't got no number ones on it. <laughs> you, could see it you could see Tim just I, deep late, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, yeah. That, I, can, I can believe that that is exactly how that went down. 
<laughs> but you know, the funny thing is that reminds me of of you know Toby's uh, "How Do You Like Me Now" record. Um, <clears throat> when he recorded that, and I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story, but I, I think it's pretty much public knowledge. But you know, he recorded that, and Mercury said, "We don't hear any hits on this record." So he he just said, "Well, I think we just have a different idea of what we want to do." So he took the material and took it over to DreamWorks. Mm -hmm. And released the exact same record on DreamWorks <laughs> without adding another song or anything. Nice. And that was it. the album that put him on the map. That's when everybody started going, Toby Keith should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Right. How do you like me now? Blah, blah, blah. They started making the connection of who this guy was and what he sang. And that's when he, his career really took off. That was in 2000. So do, does he, the, the records he's recorded like the last four or five records, has that been you guys, some of you guys on it? Or... Is it in some instances? In some instances, yeah, it's, he's still using you know a lot of the Nashville session yeah. guys and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's been recording on his own label for a while. Oh yeah, that, that's what um, I dig about him. He just mm -hmm. kind of said, "Screw this, Let, I'll do this my own way." Yeah. You know, right. and yeah. I think that's cool yeah. as hell. You know? Yeah, yeah. He he definitely has cut his own path and uh, um, was very true to himself, and I and it's really paid off. For yeah, him. what, what right. a great writer too. Great, you know, fantastic. Yeah, writer. and the thing is, is like you know the the hits are kind of more the I don't want to call them ditties because they're not ditties, but they're they're kind of more they're the radio radio friendly like kind of they're like anthems. Yeah, I mean, a lot gotta, of are, yeah, anthematic and all that. But if you listen to some of the deep tracks, this is where you really get to hear his writing. Yeah. One of my favorite songs by Toby, and he shot a video on this one. It's a song called Tired. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the best written songs. In fact, Willie Nelson cut that song, which is one of the biggest compliments uh, that Toby yeah, no has kidding. ever had, is that Willie thought enough of that song to cut wow. it. That song. That's awesome. How, yeah, a song called Tired. Really great song. How, uh, how huge was Red Solo Cup? It's pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. And it's funny, we, we, were, we were in Europe uh, when that took off. We were in Europe touring, and you know, he's getting called from his you know manager back home going, man, you got a big old hit. And he goes, with what? <laughs> That's Red Solo Cup thing. Yeah, I think we was in Canada with the Warren Brothers, and they played that song for us before. You know, they said, "Let's play this stupid song." We, you know, yeah, they and, wrote and, it about two years before Toby cut. Yeah, it. right. And, and, and they and played they, it in the dressing they, room. We're like, man, that's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and, and they and they told me they said they said when when Toby uh, said they, he wanted to cut it, uh, the Warren Brothers told me that they, they said, uh, "I can't believe." We're going to become best known for the stupidest thing we've ever written. <laughs> I remember hearing Brett say that. Yeah. Heard you say that before. Well, yeah. yeah that's well, awesome, well, before I like, uh, before um, uh, live like you were dying. Well, it was I like it. I love it for us. You know, it was like stupidest mm -hmm. yeah. song. You know, right? Yeah. And, but right. the thing with Toby is like he came out of the shoot with should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Which was not only a number one, but it was the most played song in the entire decade of the nineties yeah. on country. It was radio. huge. When you think. When you think about that, think about you know the amount of radio play Tim got, Shania Twain, Garth Brooks, Billy Ray Cyrus. Right. Should have been a cowboy. Got more spins than all of those guys. Yeah. That's funny. And, um, yeah. The uh, what's the one we had in two thousands that was the most spins of anything? Uh, the barbecue yeah. stain song. Barbecue stain. Uh, barbecue stain one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Speaking of him being a great writer. Uh, we were, I love that opening. I love the opening guitar lick on that. Song, uh, <laughs> that wasn't me. That's that so wasn't cool. me. I had to learn it too. That was that uh, was before I me. Uh, I love it. But uh, we were in a we had did a festival date with you guys, and uh, we all went back to the hotel to the bar there, and we were kicking back some Corvo. And and uh, we kicked back a lot. I I actually did a lot with uh, Toby, uh, but they had a DJ there that was spinning records, country country records, and they spin they um, Neil McCoy's Wink. Oh yeah, and Toby yeah, Toby looked at me and said, "Man, I could write this song. The time it takes to go under a bridge." <laughs> he he comes up with it. He gets all that from his dad. His dad was like um, Will Rogers. Really? You know, he just had these, these sayings. In fact, Toby wrote a song based on something his dad said. He asked his dad one time. He goes, he goes, well, Dad, what would you do if Mom ever left you? He goes, 
I guess I'd pack up and go with her. <laughs> and he wrote a That's song awesome, called Pack dude. Up and Go With Her. That's pretty awesome. That's a freebie right there. He just yeah. gave him a gift. Yeah, right there. and then yeah. My, yeah. That's amazing. my favorite, I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Based on a true story, as I understand. Well, <laughs> I'm sure. I was there. I was. I wasn't <laughs> not with Toby, but I, I had the experience uh, of of that happening. Oh. Yeah. and I and yeah, I never I, will yeah. smoke weed with Willie again. <laughs> well, I'm 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 an uh, been an avid non drug guy my whole life. Never even smoked weed or anything, and uh, I. I met Willie up on his bus and it was just a one-on-one and we sat and talked about our favorite guitar players and stuff like this for an hour and a half and he rolled one joint after another <laughs> and uh and of course I mean I'm up there 10 seconds and he's offering me a joint right. and I honestly I thought really hard about it because it's like do <laughs> I go to I'm my not. grave going hey I never did drugs I never even smoked or do I smoke pot with Willie? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, the, or your claim is that yeah. I've only smoked once and it was yeah. with Willie Nelson. I think, <laughs> I think once you got to the Furley Gates and they said, what about that weed you smoked? Hey, it was with Willie. Go ahead and go. With Willie. Go ahead. Come on in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just thought, you know, it was um, it was a, like a American Music Awards or something we were doing. And I thought this... This is not the day for me to find out how God's going to affect me. So let's just not do it today. Yeah. If it was a awesome. day off on the road, maybe, maybe a little. So bit do, yeah. do you guys uh, uh, play with tracks whenever you do uh, award shows? Shows now. When we do the award shows, we we go in and do our own tracks. Yeah, we we'll track down. Yeah. Um, you know, because when they're when they're mixing, uh, you know, thirty bands on a show. Yeah. They're they're, they're not gonna danger. get they're not gonna get the mix. Yeah, we did. And Toby, right. of course, is still. Yeah, we did the same. Toby's thing. still singing live. Yeah, we, yeah, Toby's still singing live. But we would track. If we were doing the Tonight Show or Ellen or anything like that, where we were the only band, we always yeah, played live. Yeah, yeah, yes. same, on that one. yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Alan Alan Jackson is probably the only guy I know that always played live. Yeah. Yeah, on those things. He did. I think that's so. scary. That's a scary to go and it's do. You're not going to get it every time, man. No. It's not going to work. And then, I mean, you. you know, we did the Super Bowl, and and uh, and uh, you know, there were, I mean, we we tracked that one too, but there were, uh, you know, there were stuff that wasn't plugged up, and there was, and you know, they they bring the set together. They got a commercial break to build this entire right. set, and there was a there was a gap in the stage that was like two and a half feet wide <laughs> that they just did, but they just didn't meet up. And we're and Willie was singing with us. We did we did beer for my horses, yeah. and everybody was like, Willie, may you know, make sure you know, don't, don't step down the hole. That's man. all we need is for Willie Nelson to fall through that hole. Oh, yeah. he just disappeared. Looked like yeah. a trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did a we did a Super Bowl, but we. Not the actual Super Bowl, but the like the night before they have the big party there at Texas Stadium, you know, yeah. and the cheer the, yeah. the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders come out and dance. So I like it. I love it. We, on the stage while we play. <laughs> yeah, we did the pregame. We did the pregame on the Super Bowl where Janet Jackson had her malfunction. Nice. She, she was the halftime. Oh, she was nice. the halftime, and we did we did pregame with Willie. Yeah. All right. Well, Excellent. that's enough of Toby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, what you're doing now, the classic detour. Yeah, I've got a, a classic rock band. I mean, that's that's kind of where I cut my teeth, so it, it's, uh, it's just a comfortable transition for me. Um, yeah, it's just a you know a classic rock band doing things that are a little bit different. I mean, you, you still got to do the stuff that people want to hear, right. Um, right. but I want to do stuff also that they didn't know they wanted to hear. Yeah. That was kind of the whole purpose of this. So we're pulling out songs like uh, Junior's Farm oh, yeah. from Wings nice. and Baby Blue from, uh, um, oh shoot, what was the band that did Baby Blue? That was um, um, the guys that were on Apple Records. Um, why am I? It's just because I'm getting older. I can't remember <laughs> the name. Yeah, right. that's all right. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, um, yeah, I hear you do yeah. Blue Morning, Blue Day. Blue yeah. Morning, yeah, we do Blue yeah. Morning by Foreigner, and yeah. yeah, we do some Foreigner and, that's great, and Grand that's Funk great and picks. stuff like that. Some, yeah, but you know, uh, I wanted to do a lot of stuff that you don't hear bands do. Like I, I, I mean, sure we can get up there and do you know Long Train Running and stuff like right. that, but everybody does that. The so. other Doobie Brother cuts. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So yeah, I right. wanted to stay away from that. Yeah, if I'm gonna do you know a Doobie's cut, you know it's gonna be you know uh, um, Eyes of Silver yeah. or something right. like Which that. Right. Which is still great classic yeah. songs. Yeah. Nobody does. Them, right? Yeah. But, but then people will go, oh man, I forgot how much I love exactly. this song. Exactly. This is so great. Exactly. So that's kind of, that's kind of what we're trying to trying to. You do have a whole this. set of those or a whole night yeah. of those. That's a that's a treat, man. That's I look 
forward to hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been it's, fun. Yeah, we've we've done a couple of videos, and this is kind of. I started putting this together right before the pandemic, and I was hoping that in 2020 we'd be out, you know, squeezing some tour dates in in between Toby dates. Right. And of course, you know, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Nothing going. Nothing on, to so. nothing to yeah. squeeze. <clears throat> well, yeah, nothing to squeeze. <laughs> and you can go to is it Reverb Nation, right? Uh, yeah, we just have a Reverb Nation site for now, uh-huh. and, and you and, can see the videos. See the videos, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and and contact me through there if if anybody wants to book. Yeah, and he also you need some percussion work, man. Hold yeah, on, come come hey, lay down some long train. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll throw a long train in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Je- no, we'll do Jesus is just uh, right. that's a great go, percussion, on and nobody touches that. Uh, <laughs> and also, you have a website that's got. All your info, it's got your original stuff on it. Um, yeah, I did, I really did nice. two albums of yeah, two albums of original uh, instrumental guitar-based music. And it, it ranges everything from um, Steve Vai to Ted Nugent to... Um, to uh, Vince Gill. Um, I mean, there's Will, some chicken Will, picking yeah, on it. Will Ackerman, yeah, there's a little bit of chicken picking. There's some uh, acoustic... Uh, finger picking things on there yeah. as well. Yeah, it's just a little bit of something. It, when I recorded those records, it was like, okay, well, I've already done a chicken picking track, so I can't have two. Right, right. So let right. so let me do something a little more jazzy. Okay, now I've done a jazzy thing. I can't have two, so let me do something with a little bit more of a, a rock edge to it. And that, so so the albums end up being very eclectic in their stuff. Yeah. If you don't like the first song, hang around. You might the like the one's yeah. going to be completely different. <laughs> you, you, yeah. can, That's uh, great. you can go and listen to these songs on uh, it's a uh, rich. Rich Eckhart, which let me spell this because they're never going to get it. Yeah, yeah it's several different it's, ways to spell. I'm going to just re- uh, spell the whole thing. It's R I C H E C K H A R D T dot com. That's the place. That's the place to go. If you, that's the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so pretty much right now you're just working on the classic detour stuff right now. The class, yeah, the classic detour, and I'm actually getting into photography. I've been doing a lot of headshots here lately. I've seen your pictures on Facebook, yeah, man. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, yeah, I thank you. It. Yeah, it's it's um it's been kind of a fun thing, and uh, uh, I'm still working on the technique and the equipment. I've realized that I need a little bit better lighting equipment mm, to, right. to to do what I'm doing. It'll improve the the picture quality, uh, but um I'm I'm just kind of working on that, and I thought, boy, this is a no brainer for me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a, you know, I, I like to be creative. I mean, I started drawing before I could write when I was little. So it's always been a creative thing for me. Um, and then, but I know so many other creative people that need headshots, musicians, choreographers, voiceover artists, songwriters, Pod- podcasters, <laughs> podcasters. That's right. Yeah. And then of course, you know, band pictures fall right into that same right. category, band, you know, band pictures and stuff like that. So it was just kind of a no brainer to be in the circle of, of people that I that I know and hang hang out with and do headshots. Yeah. Start getting actors and actresses and mm-hmm. things like that coming along yeah. Yeah. right behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. That's yeah. great. Um, deal, you man. know, uh, I this is kind of a reverse role here because when I was with Tim, Rich called me up and we did an interview and you were doing a for a guitar magazine. You're oh for uh, um, oh yeah 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 I was with. Um, um, Premier guitar, yeah, yeah, and we Premier guitar, we yeah, a, we did an interview. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool. I mean, interviews yeah. with your buds is a lot different than interviewing with CNN <laughs> or something, man. You know, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, and it was fun and it was a blast. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I wrote for that magazine for about three years, and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not really much of a gearhead, so it, yeah, it was increasingly difficult for me to, you know, to talk gear. Makeup and, stuff, uh, uh, yeah. Makeup stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm, I've uh, so, yeah, always was, like you care. Yeah, you I've know? always <laughs> been one of those that I have no idea about the numbers. The T, it's a T forty nine, whatever. I'm like, yeah, hook, hook it up if it sounds good. You know, we'll then it. it. You know, I keep messing with it till I get the sound that I like, and then that's what it is. If I don't like it, I throw it away. I remember a festival show. Um, that uh, we were on with you and you guys were closing and um, and uh, your guitar tech handed you your guitar and you hit one chord and you went, Chase, does it have to be this loud? <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. 
and the amp was like way yeah. off in the in the corner under somewhere. the stage in a under case. the stage yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you're like Jesus it have to be well this you way. know what it was I had I had two I had two high watt four four twelves and two heads you know and there were hundred watt heads and the only way to get a good growl out of them was to crank them up full blast and I'd put them facing back of the stage. And you see all these people back there. As soon as I start playing, it like clear out. You know, they couldn't take <laughs> yeah. it. So Tim, yeah, Tim walks by one day, and I hit the cord, and he like fell to his knees. You know, and so uh, the next time out, we had ISO boxes. We put them in. So oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, we still. I, I refuse to do the ISO. Now I've thought about going to a frack. Uh huh. Um, because. It's just you know it, why why do we have to be so loud and especially if it's blowing back away from the audience it's like it's kind of pointless to be that loud but um, uh, I like it that yeah, yeah. I just it's there's a there's something about there's a sweet spot in the amp that just feels good at a certain volume and that just happens to be really loud. <laughs> really loud right yeah. yeah we had one of our one of our audio guys um, was back there with a, a uh, with a decibel meter during sound check, and he goes, "You know, from six feet away, you're 126 <laughs> dB." <laughs> wow, that's great. That's loud, man. Yeah, that's loud. Well, man, we do this with everybody we interview, so you you get the same treatment. Um, okay. we, we're just gonna throw this on you. It's an either or thing. Okay, okay? sure. And I'll ask you one, and Dave will ask you one, and you just whatever off the top of your head, let her go, let her rip. All right, I'll try. All right, well, here we go. <laughs> Hamburgers or hot dogs? Hamburgers. Okay. Uh, fried pickles or mozzarella sticks? Mozzarella sticks. Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. whiskey. All right. Marriott or Embassy Suites? Marriott. <laughs> Cars or trucks? Come on. Not really much of what? not much of a car guy, but I'd go with cars. I would go, I would go. I'm not much of a car guy or a truck guy, but I'll go. Even with cars. though Toby uh, endorsed uh, was it Ford trucks or Chevy trucks? Yeah, Ford, the Ford trucks, yeah, yeah. That was Toby. I've been yeah, I've been driving a Jeep for 28 years. So I'm not much of a car guy. It's like I I find something I like. I stick. So with that's it. like in, it's right. in between a car and a truck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Go ahead, Dave. All right. Here you go. Uh, Madison Square Garden or Hollywood Bowl? Hollywood Bowl. Boobs or booty? Boobs or booty? Boobs. <laughs> uh, plane rides or bus rides? Uh, bus rides. Me too. Uh, yeah. Boxers, briefs, or thongs? Briefs or thongs. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for my personal? <laughs> um, personally, I'm a brief. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, last one. Um, I like it, I love it, or I love this bar? <laughs> That's, I tell you, I really like both of those songs, but, you know, I love this bar is putting food that's on the table, so I'm, going, table. I'm yeah. going with yeah. that. That's excellent. You know, <laughs> that's perfect, man. Um, you know, it was, i tell you, one of the best memories I have with Rich is uh, playing the Nashville Rising uh, flood relief thing. Well, me and you both got to, oh, yeah. we got to play together on it and stuff. Yeah, that was that fun. That was fun. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. a lot of fun. That whole thing, you guys were troopers. That was an undertaking. Yeah. You you backed how many artists? Thirty artists or something like that. Twenty-seven or something. Yeah, you know, months. two songs, two songs. A yeah, piece. it wasn't so much that um, me and you were playing together. It was that I didn't have to learn the licks from Toby because you were going to play them. <laughs> Give you a break for that day, for that week, didn't? Yeah, you that worked was, hard uh, on that it stuff. Was, uh, um, that was that uh, was ain't as good as I once was. I think was yeah. the song. And you call and you called me about it because the timing on the front of that is just kind of weird. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't you, I couldn't it, figure it out, man. It was like yeah, it, it's hard because there's not a count. Yeah, there's not a count to it. And uh, and I remember you called me about it, and I I remember trying to you know say, well, this is how we do it out live, and you just went. Why don't you just come and do it? <laughs> I'm like, sure, sure, that makes sense. We'll do that. Really, that's that excellent. See, but that was fun. I remember ZZ Top did that. Yeah, show. sure did. Yes. And Billy Billy Gibbons was incredible. And everybody only did two or three songs. Yeah. And Billy Gibbons was just like, he's up there, and you know they're just doing, they're just doing their thing. Right, you know, man. they're vamping, yeah. vamping, vamping. And then he has a tech come out and light his cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm thinking, I'm on the edge of my seat. Right. 
wanting to know what's going to happen next (laughs) with this cigar. And I'm like, all he did was light a cigar. And I'm just like, what? What's going on? And I I wish I had that kind of... Cool. um, That kind of (laughs) cool, yeah, that kind of... That kind of charisma on stage. You know, we went to Kid Rock's house with him, man, at, at you know midnight and stayed all till morning. And he was—he's probably one of the coolest. Uh, he is guys you ever. First, first time with. I met I met Billy, he just walks up to me and he says, he goes, "What kind of new gear are you play?" And I was like, <laughs> "New gear? You don't even know my old gear. <laughs> and you want to know the new stuff?" You know, it's yeah. funny. You know, they're cool when they showed up for Nashville Rising. Everybody else had their dressing rooms. They had a dressing room. Everybody, you know, yeah. had their show clothes over the shoulder and everything. They showed up in their show clothes. They showed up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. In their Ryan. Yeah. Did, did you ever do any? Did you ever do any tour dates? No. 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 After show. <laughs> so they're done. He hung out for the. You know, they actually opened for us, and uh, and so we're you know we're on after they hung around you know for our set and and but I I. I saw billy after the show and he's wearing uh pajamas full full length pajamas <laughs> you know with the you know the collar the collared shirt with the pocket and all that and right. all the way down. and they're like some crazy pattern uh-huh. that could only have come from venus or something right and and then he's got all these shoes that are like elf shoes that, that cur- curl up on the end. Oh, that's great. That's funny. And I just thought, wow, these guys, just they just roll out of bed he, like this. Do you still have his hat on with all the little... Still had the little hat thing, you know, the hair hat thing going on yeah. up there. Yeah, whatever that is, yeah. Yeah, looks like that's a long time, man. It's all pilled up. Yeah, it looks like a seat cushion that's been overused. He told us, <laughs> he told us that he had bought a bunch of those like in Africa or something. He's like, I bought a whole bunch of these things. So he I can probably, see that. Yeah, I think so because he's been wearing probably not the same one for years. <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of old and new year, everybody, every guitar player's got their favorite that they play. You know, the old standby that, that is their favorite. What's yours? Um, the old standby that's the favorite. I've I've got a couple. I've, I've got a, a Les Paul standard mm-hmm. that I just love, and it was actually in the flood. Oh wow! Uh, Eleven oh, years really? ago, or twelve yeah. years ago now, I guess eleven years ago. Uh, yeah, so it sat in that murky water for five days before oh, it could get goodness. rescued, and it sounds better than ever. Oh wow! No kidding. There's something about that one, and a lot of people said that, especially on mahogany body guitars. Yeah. Kind of warm it up, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird, but the paint's peeled off of it now, and it looks so cool. And <laughs> I sent it uh, back to the Gibson Custom Shop, and they they changed out the electronics in it, and and uh, you know, and let it dry out. The biggest thing is that the moisture content was so high yeah. in it, so they let it get back down to a more normal range. And I got it back, and I was like, "Is it just me, or does this thing sound better than it did before?" I was afraid that it was going to be ruined. So that's one of my favorite go-to's, and I play that on the last quarter of Toby's show. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I've got a, a PRS uh, McCarty yeah. that I just love. Yeah. It's just the most comfortable guitar that I've got in my hand all night. And I, I start the show with that. I play that with, for probably the first two-thirds. Yeah. Of the, I got a couple other guitars that I played throughout. I play acoustic on Red Solo Cup, and I play the six-string uh, bass on Should Have Been a Cowboy. Right. And so I've got a couple others that I mix in there and some telly stuff, but... But those are my two, two main main, main go to. Oh, cool. Yeah, and when I track, when I track, I usually grab the the McCarty. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Me it was kind of different. I, I had you know my go to was a green GNL that I played forever. Oh, I remember your yeah. GNL. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, but when I was tracking with Tim, it seemed like a lot of the stuff was the Les Paul standard uh, through a Marshall. Yeah. you know. And because Byron Gallimore doesn't like the effects and all that, he likes it to be dry, in your face. Just dry and straight. Yeah, I, I had yeah. to have the engineer say, "Can you pipe some reverb back into this?" Because it sounds too. I'm hearing every little pick thing, every little. I I hate it. I hate it when it's too dry. Like yeah, that. I like mm-hmm. it, I like some room ambience. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, dry is dry is not good in the cans. Well, Rich, no. you got anything else, Dave? Huh? No, I think we've we've covered nice nice little time. So with Rich. we probably we probably we probably could talk for another oh, yeah. three hours. We probably could, man. <laughs> well, we could go into some details. Yeah, y'all look for Rich out there with Toby Keith next year, and and uh, and his band Classic Detour. Look for all that. Yeah, look for that. He'll be out there. 
And go to his website. And go to go yeah. to website, and you, you can buy my records on my website. Yeah. It's the best. It's, there's other places you can get it, but that's going to be the cheapest place because <laughs> everybody, every place else does a markup. There you go. Right. You can yeah, buy his yeah, stuff and go it. do it. It's cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good fun. Love you, brother. Thank you for being on here. Yeah, you both of you guys too. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me on. I, I, I was for, flattered when you, when you texted me about that. Oh man, oh awesome, man. Yeah, very no. Anytime you can come back. Anytime you got something to say, man. Yeah, I will. I, that'd be fun. And yeah, keep doing it. All right. All right. Take care, Rich. Thanks, right. brother. Thank All you. right, guys. Take care. Thank All you. Right, man. Bye now. Thank you, Rich. That was cool. Thanks, Rich. What a that nice was guy. Awesome. What a nice guy. You know, I you know it's it's cool that I you know that we have that history of I remember before Tim, before Toby, you know, we were <laughs> right. both scratching, man. He had his own band. I I was in a band and and uh, we played the same club. I played I think we played three weeks in a row, then we'd take a week or two off and his band would come in and play. Right. And we did that for like a couple years, man. You know, and you know what's funny about it is I think we were making like four hundred bucks a piece, and we, and we <laughs> thought that was killer money back then. Right. And it and it right. was, I guess, back and in the eighties. You know. So, yeah, that's crazy, but, man. Yeah. Oh, Richie. He. We have all the same buds and everything. Maybe he'll open some doors for us to get some other people in here. Yeah, that'd be nice. Some yeah. More, some more musicians to talk to. Yeah, man. Well, um, you know what time it is? I think it's time for Song of the Week. Week, week, week. week. That's the first time you said it, man. <laughs> After 30-some episodes, that's the first time you said Song of the Week, week, week. I'll week. wait 30 more before I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> what we got this week, man? Man, we got another raw, deep cut. Raw cut, deep yeah. cut, bus cut. Cut me deeply. Uh, I think this one actually was was this on the this on the was bus? on the back of the bus. Uh, it was one of those days where went to the hotel room and the hotel room sucked, and there wasn't mm-hmm. no place to get anything to eat, no workout, do nothing. So me and you and Bob somehow we just ended up back on the bus together before we ever left. It was like one o'clock uh, on and, our day off. Yeah, all right. right. We already took our showers early. And we just said screw this place. That's Let's go right. out to the bus. So it might have been to go fix a sandwich. I don't know. Probably yeah. was. No, it was. Yeah. Free so, food. <laughs> so Bob, Bob, he was usually on the bus first. because He'd he always be back there picking, man. He's always picking. Yeah. Or have some bluegrass playing on the stereo <laughs> or something. Yeah. Right. That's his time to do what he wants with nobody, without bothering anybody. But the truth being, <laughs> he was a roommate with John Boy, and he, he couldn't take it. And he, <laughs> he, couldn't, t- he couldn't take it. Good eight hours with John Boy. <laughs> I don't know. I think John hated me when you joined the band because I I took him away from me and got you as I know, a roommate. Man. I kind of felt I, guilty, but well, know. I had to I had to deal with that for you know he put that put the guilt trip on me for a long time. <laughs> but you know, look look at all the songs that we wouldn't have had if I had I know stayed. man. How about all so, the last? Good gracious. Oh, I know. All the so, last we had. That's all we and, did. I mean, Fatbacking would have never happened. It know? would have never been invented. No. Nope. Yeah. And this nope. song probably would have never happened. You know? <laughs> probably not. So this song, <laughs> you were sitting on the bus. You can tell Bob's playing guitar and help write this song because it's got some ethereal chordage uh, yeah, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Chords this was the it. first song we ever wrote with Bob. You and I had been writing for a while. Yeah. And uh, we we started tagging off with Bob here every once in a while. And this and was you the can, first Well, you could tell time. Bob's influence on it, man. He had a big, big influence on this one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of jazzy, kind of jazzy, bluesy, rhythm and blues. I think you He's do. He's got to get his chords in. I think you do your best Lou Rawls on this one, you know. <laughs> You'll never find. Yeah, yeah there see? You go. I like to take the. Uh, so, you know, same thing. Yeah, that's the same so, thing. So, this is called I'm Just Someone You Don't Know. I, I don't know what that means, but it's I just. I think the song was like, we, we had a discussion about whether this guy was like peeping in windows or something, remember? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we so didn't know is, quite what he was, so you can make your own. 
uh, ideas of what what this guy's doing. So this is the Peeping Tom song um, <laughs> called "I'm Just Someone You Don't Know" because I'm outside your window I'm, peeking through. I'm peeping. I'm and a I, peeper. I hope you're taking a shower. Anyway, <laughs> so here it is. Hope y'all enjoy it. I like to take the alley sometimes Cause it takes me past your back door You don't know it makes me happy When I see you in your window Cause I feel I can know you all of my life And even though you're a stranger I can sense the danger I'm just a neighbor that you wave at I'm just someone you could call friend I'm just a smile that you don't notice But I could be your man And if you would understand I'm just someone you don't know mm-hmm. And I feel the raindrops on my shoulders And in the shadows wanting to know you And what if we could get together I even know what to do Cause I feel like I know you all of my life And even though you're a stranger I can sense danger I'm just a neighbor that you wave at I'm just someone you could call friend just a smile that you don't notice But I could be your man If you would understand But I'm just someone you don't know Just someone you don't know You don't know mm-hmm. I like to take the Alice sometimes Well, there you go. It's still a good song. It's still it's a good a, song. I think it's he's a, little a freak. Deep. It's a little deep. It's it a little, a little deep. deep. And I think I the guy's a freak. I don't think it'll ever make commercial country radio. <laughs> no, no. I don't know where we was at that day, but it, we wasn't thinking commercial country. No, I think we were thinking. You must have listened to some Gino Vanelli that day or something. <laughs> I might have. You know, when we later on adopted the cheeses for cutting attitude. <laughs> you know, when we, <laughs> when we was writing cheesy songs for, you know, try to get a cut. But oh, that yeah. definitely is not a cheese no. for, cheeses for cutting yeah. song. Cheese, yeah. What was it? Cheese, uh, cheese pays. <laughs> cheese pays. Yeah, that was another another one we had. <laughs> mm. That's funny, man. I'm telling you, you know, we we had a hard time cheesing it up though. A lot of times. I know, man. I, I mean, if you go back and look, some of them might be cheesy now. I mean, now that it's 25 years down the road. Yeah. But I mean, we had sand and trucks and stuff in our red dirt things back in the 90s so we was ahead of our time man they just didn't know it <laughs> yeah yeah we should have been florida georgia line <laughs> uh, that's all right. we should have been be taters can kansas west virginia line oh there ain't one <laughs> <laughs> kansas west virginia highway or something uh, something that would have made no sense at all would it no nah, we wouldn't have made sense anyway yeah well <laughs> anyway um go to our website um, it's, uh, Hillbilly Has Beens, H-A-Z-B-E-N-Z, 
dot uh, WordPress dot com. And uh, man, we we keep updating photos. I added a bunch uh, new photos yesterday. Oh, did you? Good yeah, damn, some more celebrity corner stuff, um, and also some regular stuff. And uh, I think I added a new uh, couple things up on the YouTube channel, Hillbilly Asbins YouTube channel. Nice. And so we're me and Dave have been talking, and what we think we're going to do. We, I know I put on Facebook that we were. Um, thinking about a question and answer segment or show, you know, a whole show that just from the fans that want to ask our friends or whatever family that want to ask a question about, you know, Tim and what we did and what the, what the podcast or whatever, just really whatever, whatever you want to ask. ask. Um, yeah. the, instead of having y'all, you know, go to our website, type it in and all that. Uh, and then us trying to find them all and read them all and write them down and all that. What we thought we'd do, and then we haven't done. Well, we did the truck stop thing, you know, truck stock uh, right. li- live thing. But what we thought we'd do is uh, do a Facebook Live, like for an hour, hour fifteen, whatever. Of you, and while we're on, you guys can lo- you know log on to your Facebook or whatever. And ask Texas us, or yeah, ask us questions on, right on the basis, and we can answer them right there, like we're talking. Isn't this tech what thing is, great? What is that? Yeah, we're just sitting uh, BS with each other, and, every, and you know, every once in a while, a question might roll in. We could yeah. be like Pete Rose in uh, Vegas, you know, <laughs> sit at the table and nobody's stopping by. Remember when we saw Pete sit there all yeah. by himself? That so sad, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna roll out to the borough where Dave lives and uh, we're gonna hang out for a while it'll be fun to see him anyway and uh, and we'll get on Facebook live and we'll let you know when this is gonna be we're gonna advertise the crap out of it if we can we'll try to work out the details yeah and uh, and I'll take a guitar with me and me and Dave will maybe pick a couple tunes and you know we, we never know what we might play we might not even play Tim's stuff we not might not even play our own stuff we might just play we might take oh, the alley sometime. That's we might funny. we might play all along the watchtower. <laughs> there you go. You, know? <laughs> you never know. You never know what's going to happen. You never so, know. So we'll let you know more about that as it comes comes time to do it and uh, to, to do it. You know. Let's keep doing. <laughs> oh man! You know, uh, my my wife in her car. Well, I'd say it's her car. It's really our car, but I don't drive it much. But She's got XFM radio, you know? Yeah. And uh, she, got on, she got the Elvis channel kicked up, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, every time I get in there, I kick it down to the 70, 80. You, you go right in the row. Seven is 70s. Eight is 80s. Eight is 80s. Nine, nine is 90s. Yeah. You can go all the way back to the 50s, you know? Right. So I'm like right. kicking that thing back and forth, you know? There so, you go. And they, they play some cool stuff, you know? It. It takes you. It takes you. Anyway, well, that's about it for us. Rich, thanks a lot, man. Go to his website, richeckert.com. Go to our website, hillbillyhasbiz.wordpress.com. Go to our Facebook page. Actually, we got two, our regular official Facebook page and our Facebook fans page. And we, uh, yes. we, we check both of them regularly, and we try to answer everybody. So... Just go there, leave us a comment, whatever. Go to Apple, leave us leave us a, a review, and your review might make it on the website. You know that? You never know. Tell yeah. your friends, tell your neighbors. That's right. All right, then. Um, I think that's it for me. All right, me too. I'm checking out. All right. Well. We'll see you, bro. Bye, man. See bye, you y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We would ride our bus. Town to town, everybody was a getting down. Pack it up and do it all again. The hillbilly has been. Now the days of old have come to pass. Even though we was kicking ass, we love the fans, but we need some friends. The hillbilly. Has been.